Talk with Mr. B. Hello and welcome. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. Our guest today, Dion, family from Jamaica, born and raised in the Bronx, New York. Let's hear from him as he brings out this magic. This is Free Talk. Free Talk with Mr. B. Hello, hello, and welcome to Free Talk with Mr. B. I, 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 I seen you for a second, but then I didn't see you anymore. What's going on? There you go. Hey, greetings, greetings. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. This is Free Talk with Mr. B. Welcome, welcome. It's good to see you and good to have you on. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Good to be here. Yeah, I, I know our listeners can't see you, but I took the, the liberty of seeing you this time. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's good. I appreciate it. It's good to see you too. It's been a, it's been a little while. For sure, for sure. Maybe you've been busy. Well, you know, we keep doing what's necessary and trying to get our guest on to tell us more about themselves. Our listeners are so interested in hearing from different experiences, and we told them that different experiences are a way of giving back to the community. And so, that's true. yeah. I saw your interview on um, on another program, and I said it'll be nice to have you on. All the same, it's a it's, it's a different theme and a different environment here. But tell me a little bit about you. Yeah, well, look, I, well, if you if you, if you can see, it's like it's a tree on the wall. I don't know if you see that. Yes, is it a family? Is it a family tree? Yeah, it has to be a family tree, you know. So it's, it's just interesting, just checking everything out. So this is what we pondering. We're looking at the pictures today. I was looking up my grandmother, my father's father. So he died early and had a lot of kids, grandkids. My grandmother, my son, and my wife's family. And then our kids, it's just, um, just represents what we've always been about, you know, family, you know? You know, I'm, my parents come from Jamaica, but I'm born in America. You know, they migrated here. Uh, you know, um, I grew up in the Bronx, New York. Um, you know, they said the Bronx always is gritty. Um, my father, he, uh, he went a route of music. My mother, she worked for the phone company for a while. But, um, you know, we was always affiliated with music. And the culture, you know, and I end up um, falling in love with music, falling in love with fashion. You know, um, my brother he, and my father, they both tailored, they made, made pants. And um, just, you know, my older brother Lennox, he turned that into a business. So I worked as an apprenticeship over there. Meanwhile, I was, uh, I was working on music. So for yourself, have you been to the uh, to the islands where you, where your parents were born, and have you been there yeah. uh, to discover it a little bit? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. When I was younger, I went there several times, spent periods out there. Um, actually, I was out there during one of the roughest elections that they had. When I was a kid, just walking through Hope Garden with my cousins. Um, down in Jamaica, you know, they, 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 had, they had a maze, they have a maze in Oak Gardens when I was younger. I used to, when I was young, I used to love walk, 
walking through the maze. It was different. But um, yeah, several times that we got out there to go vacation. I got married in Jamaica, actually. Okay, very cool. When uh, in the old days, um, what I call the old days, they said um, when someone left the islands, especially Jamaica, and they went to the Americas, the song said, "One more Jamaican left the yard." What did, what do you think they were referencing? This yard. What what's the yard? Well, the yard is is home. You know, the, um, Jamaican heritage is a very proud place. So you know, when they say your yard, the place where you're home, where you call home, where you relax, where you're most comfortable at. So you know, so Jamaica is just always been referred as yard. You know, you're Jamaican, you're a yardy. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, Jamaica is really proud of their culture. It's a very small island, that, um, but it's, it's very dominant and uh, a forceful place where it has uh, pride and heritage, especially uh, the lineage in, from Africa and even the indigenous people. So, yeah. You know, and then, and then, uh, it definitely stood out with the people I knew. It definitely. Um, kind of brought me up because we were growing up um in the years when when um kaya's album was coming out i don't know if you you're i think we're around the same age as age mates yeah. um so yeah. you remember that album yeah. kaya my bob molly yeah. yeah of course i was too young and too naive to know what kaya was at that time see i knew what it was because i grew up like around a lot of young Rastafarians, you know, being in, you know, in a studio. Because I grew up in a studio environment, you know, right. around musicians and singers. Because my father used to used to produce, so that was one of the atmospheres I was brought up in. Being a, a you know, but I was still American. I was born in America, so that was interesting. You know? Right. So let me see. Since I've grown up, I learned the Kaya. Of course, is marijuana. Now we had a lot of other names yeah. for it. Give me, give me another name. Yeah, yeah, kaya, yeah, kushumping. You know, yeah, herb. Yeah, tampi. Right. Um, I remember tampi. I remember tampi. Okay. <laughs> yeah, tampi. Right, right now they call it trees. You no, know, on the American side they call it trees. My cabbage. Um, that George Bush, you know, you know, yeah, Indo, you know, so and and I mean, I was not much into the studio, but I always listened to the songs, and the one I always hit in my head was "Excuse me while I light my split." So, <laughs> so you couldn't, we couldn't reject that name. We know what's a split. Yeah, it's a, it's a relaxing thing. when you burn your split. You're just relaxing. You're taking away yourself from from the um, from the system, you know. You know, right. it's just, it's, and then it's like you know, some people people say it's good for your pineal gland, you know, uh, you know, your third eye. Some people make Again, all the, that. The song said good for tuberculosis, so I mean, there's a lot of things yeah. to keep in mind um, with Absolutely. what we're talking about. And uh, nowadays, it's quite okay to have a card in your pocket that says you're. It's okay to be medicated in many of our states in the USA. Yeah, yeah well, you know, yeah. you know me. What you know, as we learned, once they can monetize it, then it becomes legal. You know? Right, right, right. 
very interesting very interesting so yeah, that's you know i sorry i was going to say that liquor was was illegal until they could monetize right right so a lot of things in your youth as you call um co-mingle between new york and and um and jamaica uh, what was standing out i mean let's say you're in new york and others are yeah. what, what was standing out for you as a young man that that you found to be prominent that you like to share with our audiences well i mean to me it's like i, I think it was um the the fashion the fashion and and the music if if i was to pick to you know the food but and and the energy the energy you know the energy and um and the drive to get things done. Right, you know? right. I like that. You know, I was talking to one of my podcasters and we were talking about marketing. And, and one thing that we know about um, New York is it was well advertised. And one thing about Jamaica, come back to Jamaica, it was well advertised. And so right. there was some good energy around those two spots as, as, they, well, as they came on know, to the world stage. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, they always say anywhere you go, you're gonna see, you're gonna meet a Jamaican, you know, anywhere in the world. And now that you said that, I was in South Korea one time, sitting at a hotel, waiting to be picked up to go to a job assignment, and uh, it was a dread rasta came into the room, and he just didn't fit in. And I was like, dread rasta, what are you doing here? And this Rasta man said, well, I'm the only one who knows how to weld this special metal underwater or something like that. And I was like, oh, wow, it's amazing. Anywhere I go, I can find a good Dread Rasta that's talented in one way or another. It was very, very... And you see what he's doing. Yes, it was very intriguing. And he was very proud that he was the one called to do this weld. And he was one of the only persons certified to do it. It was very nice. It was. I was very proud. Yeah. Well, we gotta be. Well, you know, when it comes down to history, when you, if you really want to go into, I mean, we've been doing this for, for for generations. It's just that we just don't know. Our history's been, you know, our history been erased. You know, we've been master builders, master wellers, you know, creators. Right. But it's just we just don't get the credit. We don't get the credit anymore. It's not always that part. So you must have been yeah, very proud well, when um, Hussein Bolt came on the scene. Well, I'm always proud when us when see I'm I live my life in a duality, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. Because I'm hip hop and I'm and I'm and I'm reggae. You know what I mean? In that in, in that's just my life as a duality. So. I'm just happy when any brother, you know, we like doing their thing, you know, especially when your yard now, you can, you know, you can attach yourself to it, you know, but, you know, just like everything else, it's like, you just gotta love the people, you know, so when Hussein was doing his thing, we big him up, but then you had the other runners, you know, Jamaica always had runners, you know what I mean, even when it, when it came to boxes, Mike McCullum. Anything that comes from Jamaica, people gonna be proud. Plus the run, you know. And you know, uh, that's just how that's just how the culture is. For sure, for sure. 
And uh, I mean, that same, like if you want to talk about the top 10, when you Google it, you can Google the top 10 famous Jamaicans and they, they put Hussein Bolt in the top, then Bob Marley really? and Jimmy okay. Cliff, Marcus Garvey. Yeah, but I, I mean, they were going down on the list. And I didn't know Harry Belafonte was from there. So Harry Belafonte. Okay. Right. That's pretty. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a strong top five. Yeah. The, the top 10 says Louis Bennett, Ziggy Marley, Shaggy, and and more. And so the whole idea is these these are very, very famous names all out of Jamaica. Yeah, mm. yeah that's it. You know, we, just, <laughs> we do African, we do African proud, you know. Yeah, and now I think um, there's another added the vice president nominee um, to the U.S. of A. as Jamaican roots, right? Yeah, that's what we hear. I heard, but I don't know. I mean, that's what I heard. I heard that there's a chain of thought that her father went to the islands to learn, you know, learn some stuff down there. Yeah, well, I'm like... I'm like just a mention of a name it makes me proud. So it's proud to be New Yorkian because everywhere I go, I can see a New York hat. Every country I've been to, I see a New York hat. And everywhere we go, we know there's something Jamaican. So it's, it's a lot to be proud of. Yeah, so, you know, so me, I guess I've always been proud. I've been a proud Jamaican, you know what I mean? Like right. a Fortnite city, right. Bronx. I feel like hip hop is mine. I feel like dance all is mine. I feel like reggae is mine. Ooh. I've been a privilege to right. be involved with um, both of them intimately. You know, so you know, I just, um, when I look at it, I just think of it as uh, a unique place to be, you know, especially as an artist, because I ended up becoming an artist. I, you know, when I was young, I was in like the fourth, fifth grade. My, my the first song that I did was with a, like a, a great, a great singer named Sugar Lincoln Minor. You know what I mean? He was working with my father, who wackies. They called me because they knew I used to write rhymes. You know, right. and um, went to the studio, and you know, and and I did 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 the vocals. I, I didn't even think it was my best, you know, vocal performance, but we did it. And um, it, like I said, it, it, it was ended up on the radio. I heard it on the radio. So it's like, that's just a unique experience, just being who I was, I believe. You know? Very, very so that's, cool. It's, it's so interesting. Yeah, I think so. I think it's real cool. And um, I just kept pushing. And then I ended up to be in in hip-hop, hip-hop. Worked with KRS, Batro, Grand Pooba, Fashion, you know. You know, it, 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 it's... It, so it was a way of manifesting now that I really think about it. So back in the day when you were a teenager, what was like your favorite artist back then? That back then, uh, um, I really liked KRS. Um, I, I like KRS. Then I like KRS. I liked all the real, like the pioneers, but I like, but I like, like say I would like Josie Wells. I would like, Admiral Billy, Major Worries, um, uh, Shabba, Shabba, Twizy, like, oh, listen to King Jammies, Stereo Mars, right? Then, you know, I was a fan of BDP, Public Enemy, Run DMC, you know, but KRS, one, you know, you represent the Bronx, um, Grandmaster Flash, Furious Five, um, what about, Old Crush Brothers. What about reggae um, artists back in those days, too? 
well, you know, like reggae, you would have your, your, your Dennis Brown. It's like, I used to grow up listening to Dennis Brown. I love and Dennis Bob Brown. Yeah. And, and Bob Marley was very popular. Now, like, and then I was, I was listening to music that at that time I didn't know who the artists were. Uh-huh. And now that now that now that I'm getting older, I'm learning about the artists that I've always grown up listening to because I've always grown up listening to reggae. Whether it's like my cousins or my uncles playing it or my father's playing in this vehicle. Um so you know, I know the rhythms, you know, like um right. it's, 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 no, because you know, Jamaican songs mostly they're rooted in a particular rhythm. Like, you know, you have like a phenomenal rhythm or the um you know, sling thing with him, it's stagger like, you know. So I know those songs that came from Studio One and the Tough Guy, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And so you know, the songs, the songs were still a method of um, expressing the the stress of the day and the hardship of the day. I remember the song called "Uptown Babies Don't Cry." You remember that mm. song? That was a a, a, a group name. Um, I think. Let's see. Max Max Romeo, I'm not sure, but it just stuck in my mind. Uptown Max, babies, Max yeah. Uptown babies don't cry. Imagine that. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna check it out. Max yeah. Romeo, I know Max Romeo because the you song. Worked with my father, yeah. Right. The song was like saying. I, said, I, just, I gotta check it out. Yeah, it was. Song Sorry. was saying that uptown babies don't cry because they don't know what hungry is like. Hmm. How babies don't cry. They don't know what suffering is like. And it was kind of saying they had a mommy and a daddy and lots of toys to play with. So they don't know what, you know, they don't cry. And it was, it always made me remember. I'm not sure if it helped me grow more, but. uh, (laughs) That's a great artist. For sure, for sure. So I'm picking on you with songs. Any song that kind of influenced your life? Any any albums or songs that influenced yeah, your life going I, um, I like Peter Peter Tosh. You know what I mean, Equal Rights and Justice. Right. I, right. I like um, War by Bob Marley. I really appreciate that. <laughs> I had to go um, over that over and over again just to get the sense of all of the words because um, that War album was pretty phenomenal. Phenomenal. Then um, Dennis Brown. Um, Dennis Brown had, had a lot of songs I enjoyed. Yeah. Did Dennis um, Brown play ska, like more of the ska also? This former no. reggae called ska. Yes, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk as like a historian, but I'll know that Dennis Brown's been in the music since he was a child, and reggae music was developed after ska. So that would put him in the era where right, I could right. say strongly, yes, he he sung Scar, but he's you know he, you know he sung many many songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he always put his twist, he always put his twist to the original. Because you know, in the beginning, the Jamaican artist is really just singing over American R and B songs. A lot of the popular songs. You know? Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, what's the name died recently? Uh, Toots from the Maytel. Toots on uh, the Toots and the Maytels. He died um, two weeks, uh, about a month ago, maybe. 
you know, with COVID related deaths, but he was like, I think 72, he was in his 70s for sure. And, um, you know, and he was the first person who said the word reggae in a song. You know what I mean? He goes down in history. Yeah, so to his son, may he rest in peace. Right, right. Yeah, but, um, um, but um, and then I had different songs. Like I, I used to love, um, you know, you know, because there's a lot of like Junior Reed. You know, you had the Junior Reed Black Euro. I mean, I used to listen to a lot of lot of music. Yeah. Um. You know. Um. Uh, um. But um. Yeah. But you know, I, I was I listened to a lot of Bob. But songs like War, I really like War, and then um, that was that. You no, know, I played that a lot in my twenties. Um. The rebel, the rebel music from. Picture, <laughs> picture. Sure, sure. But with war, I what stand out to me was uh, the phrase "until the color of a man's skin has no more significance than the color of his eyes." Until then, there will be war, and it it stood out to me. And I grew up with all of those words. It, it was a fundamental part of my life. So it helped mold me. It helped shape me. I'm sure the same for you. Yes. Hey, yeah. you, you know what he got, right? Oh, I, I, I that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I really don't know. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna tell you something. That was Haile Selassie's speech that he made to the, um, to the, to the, to the, to the um, the Union, United okay. States, the United Nations. So it was a speech that he took from um, the Emperor Haile Selassie. I see. Okay, that would make sense from um, um, Bob Marley's in the day because he was preaching the word through the music and, and using right. um, like the, the rivers of Babylon is a, is an, a scriptural song and, and they sung it uh, eloquently. Yes. You know? And yes. so I could imagine him using some of the speeches and turn it into song. Very, very nice. I didn't even it's think of that. Yeah. That's something yeah. we can look very up and, and verify. Too. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, that's like, you know, it's like a tidbit that people people right. people like yeah I didn't <laughs> and it's of, it's interesting okay. you you use that word tidbit because I also highlight the podcast saying if someone could learn one tidbit from what we listen to here in the podcast that we have actually given back to the community and so I find that to be valuable and so thank you for that I really appreciate um, if yeah. you. If you were asked to speak to a body of youths in New York, even right now, you're invited right. back to speak. One of the things I right. want to know, what what would you leave them with? As we're closing out this podcast, what would you leave them with as a lesson learned to take with them? Well, I missed the big, you had to give me one of those. That's a, that's a nice one. Okay. I would, I would, um, I would tell them that everybody has magic inside of them. Nice. And we have to learn how to look inside and learn how to manifest our magic. You know, that's what I would, that's what I would. Very nice, very nice. And I guess that would be regardless of what's going on in the world, that they have to focus on their magic. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Because that's the whole yeah. idea of my podcast is to be able to give back to the community, give back to the world, and and that's a nice one. No well, one has said that. that. <laughs> and that's your spirit. That's your energy. You know? 
Uh, I mean, I want all of us to give something back and it could be this accumulation of experiences. And, and as you said, everyone has that wonderful amount of magic in them and they need to manifest it in, in, in different ways. They need to bring it out. And yep. so that would be a very good message to leave with those uh, that body you'll be speaking to and with the world. Uh, I really appreciate that. I, I know you have a lot of material and a lot of matter. Uh, would you come on to our show again in the future and and, and focus your subject yeah, in? Yeah, you gotta have me on as a, as a guest, um, a featured <laughs> guest. Every yes, I appreciate um, you know, that. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, we, I, I'm, I'm still learning. You know, and I, and I have the opportunity to talk on my brother Tony Ryan's radio station. So we share ideas, and you know, and I learn from him, or he, he, he reinforces that you know, life is a living. Life is a university, and everything you want to learn is right out here to get. It's just we got to be able to, to, to seek it and. Um, I would add to it. We just got to be able to be focused, and you know, and think of ourselves as a world. We're we're a planet that's revolving in a in a solar system, and we just got to watch out for the distractions. I would call them like asteroids, you know. Right. So we don't want no asteroids to get in our atmosphere and distract us from our, our daily rotation, our everyday movement in, um, in the universe, you know. Yes, and let that, we don't want anything to stop that magic from flowing because it's in, inside every one of us. Absolutely. And it was a pleasure Absolutely. having you on, and I really do look forward to when yes. you can come on again. And, uh, and thank sure. you for being on um, Free Talk. Yeah, thank you for being here. <laughs> I really look forward to you being here. All right. So, uh, All right. We'll, we'll, good to see you. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. And, and we'll definitely keep in contact and talk again. All right, absolutely. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Free Talk with Mr. B. Please remember to subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss the next episode.